Go to any grocery store and you will find protein powders, pre-made protein drinks, and protein bars. They are everywhere. They're sold in gyms. Most gyms, by the way, make more money selling protein powder than they do selling memberships. Protein supplements are sold through multi-level marketing schemes by your friends. You would think that with all of the protein products on the shelves, our population suffers from mass protein deficiency. But we don't. On today's show, protein supplements. Not only are they not needed, but the protein supplement you take may harm you. My name is Dr. Terry Simpson, and this is Culinary Medicine, where we sort out the crazy from credible about food, from its source to its effect on your body, busting myths, and showing evidence where food can be medicine. Ever see those workout magazines showing muscular people drinking protein shakes and flexing those incredible biceps? They give you the impression that if you drink that shake, you too could have those six-pack abdominal muscles or huge biceps. Oh, yeah. But the truth of the matter is, adding more protein will not increase your muscle mass or strength. Your body doesn't store protein. So if you eat too much protein, your body has several choices of what to do with those extra amino acids. It can break them down further and excrete them in the urine. It can convert some to glucose and ketones. And some can become fat. Yes, fat. Maybe that low-carb diet isn't working for a reason. Protein does not increase muscle bulk. Protein is not a miracle grow for muscles. Muscles grow because they're used or exercised, not because you're consuming extra protein. In the 1950s, a man by the name of Irvin Johnson made an egg-based protein powder that he sold near the Paramount Studios in Hollywood. He was a great marketer, and by getting Hollywood folks to buy his drinks, he used the power of celebrity to get the public to purchase his powder. And it worked for a while. You probably haven't heard of him because he was outmarketed by one Joe Whiter. Whiter won the protein powder wars based on the endorsement of a young bodybuilder that Whiter had brought to America. His name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Today, in every grocery store or pharmacy and vitamin shop, you'll see rows of protein bars and protein drinks and powders. Even breakfast cereals are marketing themselves as having extra protein. Personal trainers, often having no formal training in science or biology, but still prescribe, unquote, supplemental protein without a scientific basis to their clients. But there is a very serious and large body of scientific literature looking at the protein requirements of a variety of people, from those who have severe illness like burns or trauma to people involved in athletic sports. The serious literature doesn't support people buying any of those protein supplements. The protein that is prescribed for the severely injured 
in the intensive care unit or burn units of hospitals are needed and life-saving. The protein we give those patients cannot be purchased over the counter. That protein is considered medicine, not a supplement. And medicine is tightly regulated and even more tightly manufactured. But supplements are not regulated like the medical industry. Supplements can make vague claims about how their product will affect your health, in this case, or muscles or weight loss, misrepresenting science and convincing you and yours that this protein supplement will make you strong, help you lose weight, or keep you feeling full. In truth, none of those claims are true. As a physician who does weight loss surgery and is certified in culinary medicine, the only protein deficiencies in patients I see are those who have advanced cancer and those with severe end-stage disease like heart disease or infectious diseases like tuberculosis or AIDS. Over 90% of the protein powders, the ones that are used to make those supplements and bars, come from mainland China, even the ones labeled as vegan or organic. And if you think that vegan powder is better for you, a recent study showed that many of those protein powders and drinks contain concerning levels of heavy metals such as arsenic, cadmium, mercury, and lead, and BPA, that ubiquitous chemical found in plastics that's associated with an increased risk of cancer. These toxic chemicals are stored in your body and accumulate and will reach toxic levels with repeated ingestion. Now, the protein powders made from plant proteins such as soy, peas, or hemp are not exempt. In fact, they're worse. They were found to have higher levels of those toxins and much higher levels than those made from whey, milk, or egg. For example, they had twice as much lead. That friend you're buying the protein powder from the one who wants you to sell their product in their multi-level marketing scheme might be poisoning you. Of course, their slick brochures will say how well they make their product, but chances are they simply relabel a product made in China. How much protein does a person need? The World Health Organization recommends 56 grams of protein a day for man, and 48 grams for a woman. Half a chicken breast supplies half the protein you need for a day. When tested for protein requirements of strength athletes, those who are heavy lifters spending hours in the gym, when they ate 126 grams of protein a day, they had more than enough. To give you an example, that lemon zest Luna bar, it has 9 grams of protein. But you know that turkey breast sandwich from Subway? That has 18 grams of protein. Your gut would prefer that sandwich. Protein supplements won't make you strong. They won't make you thin. They won't give you better health. They may increase your exposure to heavy metals that which your body will accumulate. Eat real food. And if you are wasting muscle, see a doctor. 
it is the sign of an underlying disease. The only ones who benefit from protein supplements are the people selling them. On our scale of 1 to 5, where 5 is science and 1 is a con, protein powder supplements and bar are a 1.5. Protein supplements are mostly a food con. Thank you for listening to this episode of Culinary Medicine with me, Dr. Terry Simpson. And here comes the doctor disclaimer. While I am a doctor, I am not your doctor, and you should always seek the advice of a trusted, licensed medical provider with experience in your particular condition or concern before taking any actions. I said it in one sentence. But if you are my patient, you better not be taking protein supplements. Culinary medicine is a part of your doctor's orders network, and you can find a post of this podcast with the transcript and references at yourdoctorsorders.com. It's produced and distributed by our friends at Simpler Media, and my executive producer is the talented birthday girl, Producer Girl, from Producer Girl Productions. You can follow me on Twitter, where I am at Dr. Terry Simpson. That's Dr. Terry Simpson. I'll be back next time, when we'll have another conversation about food as medicine, or unveil another food con. Until then, don't drink the water, and certainly don't put protein powder in it. Drink the wine. Can you believe that, Eva? We can make more money in protein powders than in podcasts. I think you should have protein powder pontifications. Only if I put the protein powder in my alkaline water. Oh, wait, even better. How about my beer? No, wait, that, that'd just ruin the beer.